0: Hello guys, welcome to episode three of the SSTN podcast. I'm Joe with my co-host Sam. Uh, SSTN stands for Start Spreading the News. We've got on so many podcast services, it's crazy. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. We got on Pocket Casts. We got on Breaker. We got on Radio Public. We got on so many we can't even count. But SSTN stands for Start Spreading the News. So let's start off with our first topic of this weekly sports podcast, The News. Linebacker Jalen Smith gets extension from Cowboys before Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. How do you feel about this, Sam?
1: Jalen Smith took one of the most team-friendly contracts in the NFL. I believe that that is why the Cowboys extended him before Zeke and Dak Prescott. Jalen Smith, one of the best stories coming out of this year, it's gonna be crazy how the Cowboys' defense plays. I think they have arguably a top five defense in the NFL. And wow, that, 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 that's bold. I, I, they proved it last year. Remember, they went, they started off um, not very well. I think they started off three and five, and then went seven and one in their next eight games. <laughs> and that defense was a main reason for that. Dexter Lawrence, Jalen Smith. It's it's a crazy crazy defense. Leighton Van Der Esch helped a lot, and I think just it's just because I feel Zeke and Dak are just asking for too high of contracts at this moment. I don't think they get extended right now.
0: Yeah, obviously Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Van Der Esch, they are all great players on that defense. But um, I just really want to see the Cowboys um extend Zeke. Uh, maybe because he's on my fantasy team. Um, there's a little bias there. But, Why did you take um, Zeke? Well, uh, I'm took I, I draft, I'm more of an early type of draft guy. But moving on to the next news, we have Royce White dissing the Lakers over signing Jared Dudley over Mello. Do you think Mello still qu- can be a quality player on an NBA team?
1: Of course he can be a quality player on an NBA team. Is he a starting All-Star Tower player anymore? No. But there is are you telling me that there is not a team, like a spot on a team that Carmelo Anthony can't fill? Are you telling me every single player in the NBA right now is better than Carmelo Anthony? No, No. you're going to say no, because there's always a roster spot open. I feel Carmelo Anthony is still a great scorer who can give you some quality minutes off the bench.
0: I would, um, yeah, I would, I definitely agree with you. I think Melo should be on an NBA team right now. I think Royce White is right. Um, and also um, a pair that I would love to see if Melo was like willing to be um, unselfish again because he said a possible big three of Dwayne Wade and LeBron James could have happened in their primes, but he was immature and wanted the ball. But a duo that I want to see with um, Melo is John Morant of the Grizzlies. I want the Grizzlies to sign him. I think um Melo can teach a lot to Morant um to be a great scorer, so I definitely think that would be a great duo to see. But moving on, Melvin Gordon-Holdout expected to go until the season um so if this goes into the season um how productive do you think austin eckler and justin jackson will be on that offense
1: we don't know because melvin gordon is a quality running back i wouldn't say he's an elite a star tier running back like in the category of zeke saquon uh alvin Kamara. but i think he's a little bit below that i think he's a great player I don't. I don't know. He's probably going to get traded this this season. I don't know if the Chargers are going to extend him. Who knows? But we do know that the Chargers still have a very good team. Philip Rivers, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, like Keenan Allen. Also, we do know oh how productive he is. We don't. Yeah. We're not so sure on um Mike Williams right now and his injury. We don't know how long he's going to be out for. Um. It's, it's very interesting. The Chargers are a yeah. very good team. As we know, Derwin James did have that big injury. But it's going to be interesting to see how the Chargers play this year.
0: So this Melvin Gordon situation is actually really confusing me. I We have disagreed in the past. I do think Melvin Gordon is a top-tier running back. But at the end of the day, earlier there was reported that he's just waiting on a call from the Chargers. Um, and then now they're saying that it's expected to go into the season. And then we also heard before – that if Melvin Gordon like would have got traded, but the Chargers are sticking to their guns and they wouldn't trade him. But if he said he was just waiting on the call and the whole lot was expected to go the season, there's a lot of confusion going on around that, in my opinion. But then moving on to our next news, we have a lot, a lot of news this week. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo posts a 0.0 QB passer rating against the Broncos in the preseason. So a lot of people are are saying they're convinced on Jimmy G. A lot of people are saying they're not. Last year, I actually thought Jimmy G. Um, I I thought if he stayed healthy, they could like the 49ers would be a twelve and fourteen, make it to the uh, NFC uh, title. But like oh, every four. day that every day that goes on, I'm getting less and less convinced on Jimmy G. I don't think he's a above average quarterback. Um, what do you think on Jimmy G.? Um, I feel like it's very interesting how Jimmy G. We all know how he threw
1: those five interceptions and in that practice and everyone overreacts. It's the preseason. He's coming back from a very serious injury, an ACL tear. It takes a while to come back from that. It's his first game back since last year. He, I feel like he will return to his old form with the 49ers. You just need to give him some time.
0: Mhm. And then next up, we have uh, rookie wide receiver D- DK Mac- uh, Metcalf. Has a knee um injury and he looks like he's gonna have a knee surgery. Um, but Pete Carroll has nothing but optimism and it's still like expected that DK Metcalf is definitely gonna play soon. So um, with a player that relies so much on his speed, do you think DK Metcalf um was that this injury look really really um impactful?
1: Well, we don't know because he, we have to see after the surgery. We have to see if he plays. I, I'm not all for judging somebody when they haven't played a single game yet after the, after their injury. We have to see because you never know how they're going to respond to it. Everyone's body takes different injuries differently. It's going to be interesting how we see it. As we all know, uh, Doug Baldwin will no longer be playing for the Seahawks. Uh, we do, Tyler Lockett is a very good receiver. DK Metcalf, one of the top uh, regarded receivers in the draft fell to the second round taken by Seattle. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, as a fact, I wanted my Giants to take him to replace Odell Beckham. I feel like he could have replaced him very well. I have nothing but, but high hopes for him. I hope he gets better, and I hope he returns to form.
0: Well, honestly, that, that Giants receiving core, if you still consider Sterling Shepard hurt and Golden Tate suspended, and obviously, Corey Coleman torn his ACL. Then you're left with your best receiver being Cody Latimer. So yeah, they could have used DK. Well, he,
1: Cody, Cody Latimer and Russell, Russell Shepard have shown in the preseason that they can be quality. And we. I mean, we, yeah, we, but um, Shepard will come back. He will come back. Golden State will come back, and they're all going to be perfect targets for Daniel Jones.
0: So going from talking about sports to talking about um very sad news that we got this week um. We'll, me and Sam would like to give our condolences to Cedric Benson's family. The running back was found dead at 36 this week. So obviously very sad. Um, but moving on to the next news, Connor McGregor punches an old man, um, at a pub, I believe after turning down a shot of his whiskey. Honestly, I think I'm done like tolerating on to- um, Connor McGregor. He has one of the biggest egos in sports. I'm honestly done with him. As um, a human being, um, human being. We have to see if he's going to jail. He has all these incidents. I mean, I thought like he was funny at first, like what he did to Jeremy Stevens. But at the end of the day, um, Conor McGregor's ego like, cannot be tolerated. And um, Sam, do you really think this behavior should be tolerated at all in sports?
1: I don't think it should be.
0: Uh, I'm not too. I'm not too um, invested
1: in this. Area of expertise, I I don't know. I don't have much of an opinion yeah, on it. Me and
0: him are not uh, big UFC fans, but, like, at the end of the day, we all know Conor McGregor's a household name, and he just, his ego is through the roof. But moving on to our next news, Michael Crabtree agrees to a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. So, obviously, to have Christian Kirk in that offense, obviously an old Larry Fitzgerald. So, um, do you think Michael Crabtree can, like, if they want to put Kirk in the slot, do you think, um, Michael Krabs, you can really um, help Kyler Murray develop his game?
1: Yeah, I definitely think that he can help Kyler Murray. Obviously, Cliff Kingsbury wants to give Kyler Murray as many weapons as he can. Wants to wants to see him in action, see his star potential. But I, I, don't, I don't really understand this move because you already have Kristen Kirk. You already have Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Michael Crabtree is a very talented yet underachieving wide receiver as shown in his past. I think the real issue for the Cardinals is that offensive line. That offensive line, perhaps, I feel is the worst offensive line in football. I don't understand. I think that they're um, they're setting up Kyler Murray for failure with that offensive line right there. I don't know how he's going to manage. We all saw what Josh Rosen had to deal with last year. We don't know if it was his Play or just the offensive line. But we do know that not a lot of quarterbacks succeeded last year behind that offensive line.
0: And then last up on our news, Patrick Chung, um, Patriots Patrick Chung, facing a drug charge. And the Patriots made um, it known that they're aware of this. So um, this was actually just very, very recent. So, um, yeah, that that hurts the Patriots' defense a lot. Um, but moving on to our second uh, topic, and it is controversial quotes Man, there has been a bunch of controversial quotes this week. Um, so Baker Mayfield. So this is going to be very interesting because before um, I let we talk about this. I want to let you guys know I'm a Browns fan. He's a Giants fan. So we're gonna be. This is gonna be very interesting talking about this. Baker Mayfield says I cannot believe the Giants took Daniel Jones. And then the stat the stats show that coming out of college, Baker Mayfield went 39 and nine. And Daniel Jones went seventeen and nineteen. Obviously, Baker Mayfield, if he didn't have as big of an ego as he did, I would like respect him a lot more because I really just want him to focus on football, carry us to a Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, um, like Baker Mayfield Daniel Jones had two good preseason games. But at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield, it's too early to talk crap my opinion, about Daniel Jones. So it's very controversial. How do you feel about this?
1: I totally agree with you. I don't understand why Baker Mayfield is saying this about Daniel Jones. I don't understand why, because I I don't know if it's related to the old L. Beckham situation. I don't know what it's related to. They're not playing the Giants at all. They're not with the Giants. I don't know what he's salty about with Daniel Jones or why he's talking crap about him. Just let him be. Daniel Jones has shown that he is a I don't – he seems to be an Eli Manning character. He stays very calm with the media. He says the right things, and he's shown that he has talent. No one's going to argue that he's shown that he has talent. And We don't know if it's because of the bad Duke situation that he had a poor record there about the talent there, but if you do look at the game tape, there is a lot of talent with Daniel Jones. It's too early for people to start – talking crap about him or making judgments about him. He just has to sh- play play the game and show people what his talent is.
0: I know and wouldn't you know it, the next controversial quote is also involving the Giants and the Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. says, "This wasn't no business move. This is personal. They thought they'd send me here to die on the Giants, sending him to Cleveland. But first of all, um I don't think that Odell didn't want to be in Cleveland because we were talking about this earlier. They said they thought they'd send me here to die. But at the end of the day, that sentence did not make sense to me. The Browns had a lot of hype going around them. They have a good young defense with Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. They have Jarvis Landry on the roster, Baker Mayfield, who just sent records in his rookie season. And Odell Beckham saying that they sent them here to die? Maybe if this trade was a year ago, but like, Right now, I don't get it, and, like, he said that they thought, like, that they do that, but, I mean, well, Odell Beckham said they thought, so maybe he's happy in Cleveland now, and I've been watching the uh tapes. He looks good, but at the end of the day, like, I don't think this makes sense of what Odell's saying the Giants did, in my opinion.
1: I, I don't, I think that Odell Beckham... I, I don't know if it was more or less about the Browns. I think it's just about, he was talking about Cleveland as a city. Like, would you rather be in New York or in Cleveland? We all know that Odell Beckham wants to be in California. Well, well I think um, you agree with that. Yeah, obviously, I
0: mean, Odell Beckham, here's like, he obviously, in, in his playoff game, he's basically uh he was basically partying um before on a boat. And then the day of the playoff game, he um he had one of the worst games of his career. Um, so honestly I I don't know how like much you could trust Odell back in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, yeah, OBJ does want to be in California. Cleveland obviously is not as attractive of a city as maybe, um, New York is obviously New York's the biggest market and uh Jersey. It's like you know, you can get more of a small-townish vibe there, I guess. Um, Cleveland, obviously, it's a city. Um, there's, like, much more crime in Cleveland to speak of. Um, so there's a lot of, like, little factors to um, do with that. But at the end of the day, um, I don't know um, how you, like, I don't know I, the true meaning of this statement. I feel that, um, oh, no, back up. The more he talks about the
1: Giants and all this stuff, the more it seems like we get a realization why the Giants traded him in the first place. I don't know if he was totally a head case. I feel that he was a good leader in New York. I have nothing for respect for Odell Beckham. He's one of the best players to ever play for the New York Giants. But I just say, let it go, Odell. Because the more you you talk about the Giants and less about the Browns, the more that people are going to Side with the Giants in this situation. I think you just need to let it go. I feel it was a business move. I like the I love the pieces that we got back from the Cleveland Browns. I love what we're setting up in New York. I might not agree with a lot of things, but I do like some things in New York. I feel like because the Giants are rebuilding, they need to build around Saquon Barkley. They need to. I like the selection of Daniel Jones going for the future, but I just feel like Odell needs to let go.
0: Yeah. So. Um... For the first two episodes of our podcast, we played a game, yes or no. So we're bringing it back for the third episode of the podcast, and it's yes or no. Today, we got the top 10 NBA free agents in 2020, um, or 10 like big um, free agents. And we are going to say yes or no. Will they stay with their current team in free agency? So we're starting off with Montrezl Harrell. Obviously, Montrezl Harrell's on the Clippers, and the Clippers are a title contender. I think they're going to win the championship. Um, But at the end of the day, they do have a lot of money. I'm wrapped up in Kawhi and Paul George. And Montrezl Harrell, he's a solid, solid young player. He's going to be wanting money. So at the end of the day, I think Montrez can get his ring and then go to another team. So I'm going to say no.
1: I, I also know. say – I also. I also say no. If the Clippers win the title, I don't think they'll because Montrezl Harrell will probably be asking for more than 20 million dollars a year, and I don't think the Clippers can afford it. They already have a great young center in Avika Zubac who has shown what he can do. I, I just don't think Montrezl Harrell really will get that max
0: contract from the Clippers. Here's um so here next up is a man that um unless he has he gets some monster's power his contract salary is gonna be going way down next year, and that's Otto Porter because he's making big bucks in his contract. But um, he's obviously on a young team with Chicago, and they might want to keep him with young pieces. Um, Zach and Larry Market, again next year. And I really don't know if any other team would be too too interested in signing Otto Porter. Um, that I had that has my mind right now. And if the Bulls want to stay young, I can see them resigning Otto Porter for a cheaper deal than obviously he's on now. So I say yes. Uh, I feel like Otto Porter. Yes, uh, as you said, his
1: contract is probably one of the worst in the basketball for what he is. He's a he's a good player. Um, I I think that he could resign with the Bulls. I I'm gonna say no though because I feel like the Bulls want to go in a different direction. I feel like they want to clear as much cap space as possible, try and build around Kobe White and Lowry Markkinen and 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 Zach Levine and um. I just don't think Otto Porter fits into all of that.
0: Yeah. Um. So next up is Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka is obviously on the Toronto Raptors. So at the end of the day, he just got his ring in Toronto, and basically that team is still a, a, a playoff team, but like. They're not a super, super like, title contender anymore. Like they used to be. And at the end of the day, um, Serge, I mean, he seems to um be enjoying Toronto and liking the team. But at the end of the day, he might want to go to a title contender again. So I'm actually saying no. Serge Ibaka won't stay with Toronto next year.
1: I say I'm going to say yes that he does stay in Toronto on a minimum contract because I don't know if a lot of other teams will offer him a contract because of his age and his um, play. I think that he's perfect for Toronto. I feel like he likes Toronto. I'm just going to say he stays.
0: So, next up is DeMar DeRozan. We all know DeMar DeRozan's a loyal guy. He was loyal to Toronto. And now, then he out-traded to San Antonio. Um, Obviously, this might be Pop's final year. And he's playing with LaMarcus Aldridge, who's getting up there in age. So, at the end of the day... Damar is still an all star caliber player and he might want like money from a team, like a pretty pretty good team. Um so I mean personally as a Trailblazers fan, if we had the money, I wish we got Damar. Because I think if we got Dame C J and Damar, we would be title contenders. But at the end of the day, um, I I think Damar even though he's a loyal, loyal guy, I think he's leaving San Antonio next year.
1: I'm going to say that he does leave San Antonio next year, and I'm going to predict that he goes to my New York Knicks because the New York Knicks struck out in free agency. Although they did sign Jewish Randall and like 10 million power forwards, um, I, I think that they, they were, much of them besides Randall were one-year contracts. And I feel they're gonna have a lot of cap space for next year. I feel like they need to go after Demar and Anthony Davis in free agency, and they need to build a title contender. I feel like with those two plus RJ Barrett and uh, Dennis Smith Jr., I feel and Mitchell Robinson, I feel like that team
0: can be a title contender. All right, next up we got Eric Gordon. I'm saying that right now, Eric Gordon staying with the Rockets next year. I don't know how much, like, how like, like if you really want big big bucks, but at the end of the day. The Rockets got rid of Chris Paul's contract, and they got Russell Westbrook, which is a little bit better, a little bit better for what he is. You know, Russell Westbrook is making, like, around where Chris Paul's making. He's making a lot, a lot of money. And James Harden obviously have a lot of money tied up in him. But I, I think Eric Gordon would be expecting big bucks. But the way the Rockets, I expect them to do this year, and um, I think Eric Gordon likes the team, to be honest. I think Eric Gordon's saying in Houston they can negotiate a deal, in my opinion. I, I,
1: Eric Gordon revitalized his career with the Rockets. Um, I think that he will stay with the Houston Rockets. I feel like they're a great situation for him. He's obviously thrived in it. I feel like he's their best bench piece, and I don't know if the Houston Rockets can afford to lose him.
0: Okay, next up, we got Gordon Hayward. Obviously, he's making big, big bucks right now on the Boston Celtics. And Boston might even trade him. There's no chance in hell, in my opinion, that Gordon Hayward will be on Boston after 2020. Just putting him out there.
1: Well, I don't know because he has a great relationship with Brad Stevens. We have to see what he does this year. If he has that same year that he did last year, there's no way he stays on the Celtics. But if he goes back to Utah Jazz form, I feel like they will keep him and he it will be a great player.
0: Well, nobody's talking about him going back to – Utah Jazz for him and if he does, you really have to think. The Celtics can be serious, serious title contenders, in my opinion. But um moving on next we got Andre Drummond of the Detroit Pistons. The man has been a Piston for his whole career. But even though he's with Blake Griffin, how good are they really gonna do this season? And I think Blake is gonna get traded maybe next year, um, if Andre Drummond does leave. And even though he's been a piston his whole career, I'm, I'm saying he leaves. Now this year, in offseason. off-season.
1: Andre Drummond ha- had a great year last year. But the Pistons are in the worst situation in the NBA. They have, I, I think what I read, 14 straight playoff losses. Haven't won a series in 14 years. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, the Pistons need to rebuild. They need to tear down this ship. They need to... Get some draft picks. They need to get as much young talent as possible. Clear up cap space. There's no way they retain Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. They did too too much money invested in those two. And I'm gonna give you a team right now that Andre Drummond would be perfect with, and that is the Toronto Raptors. Because I feel like the Toronto Raptors would want a big man, a good big man, right next to Pascal Siakam to build that team around.
0: I would not like that. Raptors fit. I mean, maybe the Lakers, but like the Lakers, like with LeBron, AD, Boogie is going to be a free agent, and how many teams are going to want to take the chance on Boogie after another injury? Um, Dwight Howard, obviously, a lot of rumors there. Um, so yeah, we don't know about Andrew Johnson's perfect fit, but I do think he leaves. So next up is Mike Conley. Mike Conley is an interesting one. He wasn't Memphis Grizzly for his whole career. He was loyal to the Memphis Grizzlies. He obviously got traded to Utah. Utah is considered title contenders by most people. At the end of the day, Donovan Mitchell, soon, the Jazz are going to have to pay him. Let's be real. Soon, the Jazz are going to have to pay him. He can't be on a rookie contract forever. Rudy Gobert, they're going to have to pay him, even though he's sort of getting paid right now. And Mike Conley, do they have all that extra money to pay him? They paid Bogdanovich. So, I mean, I don't know how much Utah can really even pay Mike Conley, but I think they can negotiate something out. And I think since they're in the title, I think Mike Conley will stay with Utah.
1: I have to agree with you. I feel like Mike Conley, if, we ha- if Mike Conley gets a very team-friendly contract and gets a decently like underpaid that right now what he is maybe around I'd say 18 to 20 million dollars per year I feel like they can retain his services Mike Conley is I think the most underrated player in the NBA he's the most underrated point guard I think I've ever seen he's a great talent he's great defensively he's a great um leader and I feel like the Utah Jazz would like him to stay
0: Mike Cowley's not the most underrated player in the NBA because everybody's saying he's the most underrated player in the NBA. And I think everybody says what I just said, that, um, and that's why he's not underrated. So it, 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 Mike is obviously a great, great point guard. No doubt about that. Now, coming in at number um, two is Draymond Green. Draymond Green, he's a warrior for life. He's Oakland's – he's Bay Area for life. Draymond Green signed an extension. Exactly. Um so that's why he's a warrior for life. He did sign an ascension. Um so this is an outdated list, obviously. Um, but like we did do the top um ten free agents, and this is obviously an outdated list. But at the end of the day, that would have been my prediction anyway. Draymond's a warrior for life. So coming in number one is Anthony Davis. I don't care what you say. Anthony Davis is not signing with the Knicks. He has LeBron James on his team. He's what do you mean? He's, not- he's re-signing with the Lakers. Say what you want. You, you, your turn.
1: You're probably right, but I, I'm, I'm, I need hope as a Knicks fan. I need someone. There was reports that Anthony Davis will consider signing with the Knicks next summer. He's not going to sign an extension with the Lakers this year. And if the Lakers don't go far in the playoffs or don't go as well as people expect them to, I'm just telling you. There is a good chance that he will sign with the New York Knicks and join Demar Derozan and building a title contender in New York. We lost on in KD. Demar Derozan and Kyrie. Anthony Davis
0: is not a title contender.
1: Yes, yeah, he was. What, what, what? So, um, he, who's better, uh, Paul George or yeah. Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is. Do you think Anthony Davis is similar talent to Kawhi Leonard?
0: No, Kawhi's better by a long shot.
1: You're lying.
0: You are lying right there. Anthony Davis is a, a There is not one player. No, no. Listen to me. There is not one person in this world who would say Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA right now. I'm not saying he's there better. I'm not saying. He's millions better. I'm of saying, people. Is he similar in talent level to to Kawhi Leonard? I guess they're both top five ish players. Well, Kawhi's number one. How? What's the difference between Paul George and
1: DeMar DeRozan? How much is the difference? Paul George is better by a long shot. But they're Defensively, both all-star players. Can you agree that by they're all caliber Everything
0: by a long shot, Paul George is better than. Can one. you agree that they're both all-star caliber players? Yes, but Paul George is an all-star starter caliber player. Damara Rosen, he, this is not his Raptors years anymore. He's not an all-star starter okay. caliber. Okay, caliber okay. okay, okay, okay. Who, who's,
1: who would be better? My, the Knicks team that I just gave to you or the, or the Bucks?
0: The Bucks right now, Bucks.
1: Oh, you are lying, and you're you are lying
0: right there. There's not I take Chris Middleton over I would DeMar DeMar say that Giannis the on Chris, Chris Middleton DeMar
1: DeMar. is better than Anthony Davis, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Demar Derozan, and Dennis Smith Jr. There's not one perfect. Do you who know say... how
0: good Giannis onto the is? He's gonna get a three-point shot. Yes, but Anthony Davis is a very
1: similar talent level to him. Oh my gosh, Just... they are
0: both MVP. Okay, okay, okay. all right. First of all, if LeBron and Anthony Davis don't win the title this year, there's no chance in hell Damar and Anthony Davis is gonna win next year. So yes, the, it's the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but they're not winning the title. Kawhi Leonard well, and Paul George are gonna stop I it. didn't say
1: they win the title. I said they would be title contenders. Well, yeah, Anthony Davis and LeBron are title contenders right now. Exactly. And if they don't go as well as they expect to go, then Anthony Davis the will Sixers sign for The Sixers are still
0: better. Then the Sixers and the Bucks are still better than that next team. The Sixers? Yes.
1: So you're, yes. Telling, me, you're, telling, me, you're telling me Joe Allen Bede is better than Anthony Davis.
0: No, when did I say that? It's a team sport. Uh, outside okay, so, of so, Anthony so, Davis so, and Novartis, so, 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 so no, and no jump shots are going to beat him. Arlie Barrett that. hasn't played a game in the NBA. Arlie Barrett hasn't played a game in the NBA. Dennis Smith Jr. hasn't proved himself yet. Mitchell Robinson, he's only a, really a shot blocker. Um, only then, really. Did you? You didn't even watch the games last year. You don't even to look into him. First of all, and then. Who the heck do you have on your bench? Because the million power forward you signed, everybody's signed. Most of them are on one-year deals. So, just saying. Um, so, we yeah. have Julius Randle. Moving Randall. on, moving on to our next topic. Um, we'll just cut the chaos. It's rankings. We did rankings last week. So, we're going to do them again this um, week. So, starting off with shooting yards. How would you rank these four shooting yards? Because... These are the four shooting guards that are heavily considered the best shooting guard in the league outside of James Harden. So Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Victor Oladipo, and Clay Thompson. How do you I rank? would rank,
1: I'd rank I'll go from fourth to one. Uh, number four, Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker. Um, he's a great scorer. I just don't think he's better than anyone who you just mentioned. He doesn't have enough like pedigree. He doesn't have enough like playoff experience. He doesn't have enough. It's just he, we haven't seen the full extent of Devin Booker is able to play. Number mm-hmm. three is uh, Bradley Beal. Um, I do think Bradley Beal is a very underrated player. He's a great scorer. We'll see what he does without John Wall this year. I think he's going to have an All Star year and probably get traded for some one. Number two, I'm going to say Victor Oladipo. We all know that he came back. He's coming back from an ACL tear. We don't know how he's going to play this year but I do think Victor Oladipo is better than Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. His defense is miles better than them and his scoring is very even. I feel like he is the one player on this list who I feel can be the best player on a championship team. And number, Um, number one is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is arguably either the best or the second best shooter of all time. Um, I think he's the best shooting shooting guard of all time. I think because he he just sits so well with that Warriors team over Ray Allen. Yes, he is better than I will say he is better than Ray Allen because we haven't seen when
0: Klay Thompson takes a shot. Do you ever think he's gonna miss? Yes, I watched the Western Conference Finals. I, I saw a bunch of misses in there, but um. Well,
1: who well who won that series?
0: Okay, your Knicks are the worst team did, in the league. Did the last Blazers year, win so a you're game? You're trying to disrespect my Portland Trail Blazers. But um, let's get away from um, the fighting. So th- these are my rankings. I have a very unpopular opinion of who's the best second, um, second best shooting guard in the league. And depending on like what position Jimmy Butler technically plays, um, I think these guys, um, this list that I'm, I'm coming, and James Harden are the five best shooting guards in the league. But coming in um, last in these uh, shooting guards is uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker is underrated, in my opinion, because for a 26 points per game score, people are disrespecting him. He's never been an all-star in his career, and he has Robert Sarver as his owner. If you have Robert Sarver as your owner, your career is screwed. So that's all I'm saying about Devin Booker. That's, so he shouldn't be hated. Number three, Victor Oladipo. Yes, yeah, so I'm putting Vic Oladipo at three. Oladipo oh, yeah. it, is a top two defender shooting guard in this list, undoubtedly. But at the end of the day, he only had one good season. Plus, he's like he is a decent score at twenty four points per game. But at the end of the day, he really hasn't proved himself to be starter, a starter like caliber player in an All Star. What do you? He was having a great season before he got injured. Exactly. Um, but we have to see how he comes off this injury. Coming in number two is Clay Thompson. Oh man. I know is- I know he okay, so he is hurt right now, and even if he's not hurt, I I'm it's kind of a toss up between two and one in my opinion. He is a great, great shooter, best shooter by far in this group of four. Um best defender in this group before. So yes, um I do think Clay is uh a top three shooting guard in this league. But I said this multiple times with my sportscaster, and if you know me, overall, you know I think Bradley Beal is the second-best shooting guard in the NBA. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but at the end of the day, I think the Wizards can be a playoff team. In my opinion, yes, I can. I think Bradley Beal can carry them to a playoff team. Um, So I think I think he's an incredible, incredible player, a ridiculous scorer. He can do it all. Um, He's certainly not the worst defender on this list. So, yeah, um, I do think Bradley Beal ranks in at number one. So coming, in, um, so, coming in with our next topic, we have centers for ranking. So, these are what many consider the best four centers in the league. Joellen B, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Townsend, Rudy Gobert. So, I'm going to start off with number four, Rudy Gobert. I know, oh. you, I know you think Rudy Gobert is the second best center in the league. Spoiler alert. But, but, at the end of the day, Rudy Gobert is, like, he's a great defender, and he shoots. Wait, what did you say was the best center in the league? Well, I'll say it in the rankings. So, Rudy Gobert is a great center. He shoots high field percentage. He's a great defender, obviously. But at the end of the day, he's still never been named an all-star, even though he's all-star caliber. Um uh, his team really hasn't did too much in the playoffs at all and even though I don't think that's huge big or any um for any reason cuz Carl Anthony Town didn't did anything in the playoffs um I just don't know if like he's like on the top 3 centers levels in my opinion that's all I have to say about it coming in at number 3 is cat there's no way cat is a top 2 center in the league there's no way Gobert is a top 2 center in the league in my opinion i think the top 2 centers in the league are clear cut to me so um Collins Townsend obviously a great scorer. He's a great young player. I think Jared Culver and Cat can be one of the best young duos in the league. But at the end of the I'm day, not game yet? Yeah, I know. But Jared Culver, he arguably has better to, um defend um defending than some of the shooting guards we mentioned in the last um thing, and possibly Jared Culver in his prime could be as good as a defender as Victor Oladipo. But um. So, Cat obviously he hasn't proved himself yet either, but these two guys next I think are on their hype train. Coming in number two is Jokic. I think Jokic and Embiid are the clear-cut best two centers in the league. I think Jokic, even though he's the best passing big man of all time, he he is still very very young. Um, obviously Embiid's very young, but at the end of the day, um, the Nuggets still have a lot a lot to prove. Plus, I do think um number one our number one Joel Embiid if he stays healthy his sky is the limit. Like honestly Joel Embiid I believe he can go down as a top seven top six center of all time if he stays healthy. So that's just my opinion. How would you rank the four centers? Number four I'm gonna say is Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns
1: is a very is a great center but I don't think he's good enough. I don't think that Carl Anthony Towns is even. I don't know how you say that Carl Anthony Towns is better than Rudy Gobert. I, I think that you just. It's actually he, a popular. I think opinion. you just like, say the popular opinion. Defense it's not unpopular. Rudy it's Gobert, unpopular. I think, is the best defensive player in the NBA right now. I don't agree with that. I think Kawhi Leonard. I, don't, I think Kawhi Leonard and Rudy Gobert are very similar. I think I would give Rudy because I would take him defensively over Kawhi. I'm not saying he's better than Kawhi. I think Kawhi is a much better player. I just think that Rudy is a better defensive player in the NBA. Number three is Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic is a great player. He's, a great, he's one of the best passing centers I've ever seen. Uh, but I just don't think that Nikola Jokic is right there at his peak yet. I think just give him a few more, a couple more years, and I feel like he's gonna break out. Number two. Okay,
0: so when uh, hold, I want to point this out, a couple weeks ago in our podcast, you said that, um, like we were talking about Rudy Gobert, you said Rudy Gobert is the second best center in the league. And listening back on that, I was about to say Jokic and Embiid, like, like, and like question that, and like I'm just surprised you put Gobert over Jokic. That's all I have to say.
1: Number two is Rudy Gobert. I don't care what you say. Rudy Gobert is the best defensive player in the NBA. He is. He can lock down anybody. I'm, I'm going to say this. He can lock down anybody. He is one of the best players. I feel like him and Donovan Mitchell are at their peaks. When they're at their peaks, will bring the Jazz to be one of the best teams in the NBA. And number People one, are
0: already saying the Jazz are one of the
1: best teams in the NBA. I'm, t- I'm talking about title contention. I'm talking about definite title contention.
0: People are saying they're definite I'm saying that
1: definitely. they'll definitely make the finals.
0: Well, we'll see. So you're number one's beat. One. I mean, we I both agree.
1: No, I have no argument with you. Joel Embiid is the best center in the NBA. I don't know, if, I
0: don't know how you can say he's not the best center in the NBA. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, this is an interesting one. So, Colin Coward, obviously another podcaster, um, he said that Sam Darnold will have a better career than Baker Mayfield. And that stirred a lot of controversy, especially me as a Browns fan. So, I figured, why don't we do the five QBs taken in the first round of last draft and rank of how good their career will be. So, um, I'm saying the number five, the worst career out of these guys is Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen has already proven to be a bust. He's egotistical. He he's already proven one year. Well, as of now, he's proven to be a bust. Um, he's egotistical. I don't see th- as, as much upside as the rest of the quarterbacks. Coming at number four is Lamar Jackson. I'm not on the Lamar Jackson hype train yet, as some people are. I like Baltimore Ravens. Obviously, they have a great defense. Um, Mark Ingram's an incredible player. But at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson – he, even though he runs a lot, he's expecting to run less, and even though he does have a good arm, like all quarterbacks should, I just don't see the upside watching him, like, to be completely honest. The coming in at number three is Josh Allen. I don't think Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, or um, Lamar Jackson will be pro bowlers, and I possibly don't even think my number two will be a pro bowler. So, um, at the end of the day, um I do think uh Josh Allen, he obviously has legs too. Um and at the end of the day he does have an okay arm I, I guess and he does he doesn't have a crazy amount of options in that Buffalo offense right now. He has John Brown, he has a couple of guys, but at the end of the day um Josh Allen I don't see him as a future probable quarterback. Coming at number 2 is Sam Darnold. I don't think he's a probable I don't know if he's a probable quarterback either. In his career, Um, obviously, um, my dad's a Jets fan, so we argue a lot about what Sam Darnold will do in his career, but at the end of the day, I don't think there's a chance that any of these quarterbacks are better than Baker Mayfield. I don't care if I was a Browns fan or not. Baker Mayfield's the clear best quarterback in this draft. It's not even close, in my opinion. He's going to be a pro bowler multiple times in his career. He could possibly lead the Browns to a title in the future. I don't even think it's close, in my opinion, Baker's the best quarterback in this draft. How would you rank the five? Number five, I think I'm going to have to agree with you, but for, the,
1: for, for with a different reason. I, don't think, jo- I think Josh Rosen right now is not the best, but I don't think he is a bust. You can't judge someone when they played half, Pretty much half a season behind one of the worst offensive lines in football. Um I, I think it's the worst offensive line in the foot in football. He, he was injured, and it's the Cardinals. You don't, you it's very difficult to be successful on the Cardinals. And I think that Barry he will do Cheryl, very well in my David
0: head. Johnson.
1: Number four. You are gonna get very mad at this. Baker Mayfield. Bye.
0: Bye. bye. Is
1: number four. Listen, listen. Baker Mayfield has all, as I think it has the most pressure in the NFL. Everyone's hyping up the Browns to be the Super Bowl contender. I don't even think they make it into the top two in their division. I think there's two clear teams that are better than them in the division. The Browns need to prove it. They have not proven it. Baker Mayfield. Was not good against teams with a record over 500 last year. You do realize that. He played, the Browns had one of the easiest schedules. And they pl- that in that period of time where Baker Mayfield. Number four. God sent
0: the Browns. Number four. Descended from the heavens. And, you think Lamar, Josh Allen, and Sam Darnold? Oh my God. Lamar Jackson, Jackson.
1: Lamar Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Baker Mayfield needs to prove it. Number three is Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold. Okay. If
0: you're ranking Baker at four, why are you ranking Sam Darnold at three? What, because Sam you, Darnold. Who then? I don't think there's one person in the world who thinks Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are going to be the two best quarterbacks when it's all said and done out of this draft. I don't think they Did Baker Mayfield make the playoffs? Yeah. No. What did they do when they fired Hugh Jackson?
1: Well, what did what did the what did the Ravens do when they replaced Joe Flacco? I'll I mean, leave it at that. You they made the playoffs. You can't – You can make the playoffs. biased. They didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't even beat. They could have beaten Lamar Jackson in, in weeks. Exactly. In, in weeks, 17. But they Miles didn't. Garrett's they only didn't Miles Garrett's on only getting better. Miles Garrett's only getting better.
0: Denzel Ward was a pro bowler his rookie year. We, we got, got Olivia yeah, Vernon. Bowl, you even we got Olivier Vernon. pro bowl doesn't even matter. We got Odell Beckham Jr., a top three wide receiver in the league. Half the league pulled out of the Pro Bowl last year. You can't use the Pro Bowl as we have one of the best young running backs in Nick Chubb, and um we added Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt could be suspended half the season. I know, but the point is, we got a much better team than we did last year. You guys, the Browns need to prove it. They have exactly. proven it. Exactly. But saying Baker is the fourth-best quarterback out of this draft, and it's all said, and done. is ridiculous. Because I feel like the other quarterbacks are better than him. That's just what okay, I feel. So, Number three so- is Sam
1: Darnold. Now, Sam Darnold has a lot of pressure as well. They added Le'Veon Bell. They have a new coach in Adam Gase, who's very offensive-minded. Sam Darnold actually reminds me a lot of Jay Cutler, not in personality, but just in talent level. Because oh, all God, of the Jay that,
0: Cutler's – That, that could just I- Darnold then.
1: Jay Cutler is a toxic personality. Sam Darnold is not that. I am not saying that he's anything like that. I just think he reminds me a lot
0: of that. What did Jay Cutler do in his career? What did Jay Cutler do in his career? I that's mean, what I'm saying.
1: That is what I'm saying. But I do think Sam Darnold has a lot of talent. He can prove me wrong. I'm good. I just need these rookies to prove it. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield have not proven it.
0: Okay, I'm, are, not honest, I'm, I'm not on the San Marlo hype train like a lot of Jets fans. Is, number but two, is, at the end of the day, he's better than Jay Cutler when it's all said and done, in my opinion. Number t- number two is Josh Allen.
1: Josh Allen, I feel, will be a Pro Bowl quarterback and lead Buffalo to a Super Bowl. Yes, I said. That. No. Oh my God! Okay, Josh there's, Allen has there's a the lot of stuff craziest arm. No, 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 no. If Buffalo.
0: If Buffalo is winning the Super Bowl, it's because of running back Devin Singletary. That's all I have that to is say. That is not but true. Talking- Buffalo has a very good, de- has constructed one of the best young defenses in the NFL, yes. leading the charge. Tr- Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Ed, Ed, Ed Oliver. Yes, I guess. Ed, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Yeah, Tre'Davious White. What did he do last year? Nothing. Um, what did he do until- the year before? What did he do the year before?
1: Well, yeah, he, he was, was a good, he was a good a young quarterback. He was a good he young The A lot of Bills didn't do well last year, and that that's fine because they will rebound this year. And the Change Bills' the like my senior
0: citizen at this point, so the I'll go
1: ten and six and make the playoffs. And number one is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson.
0: I can't believe you said
1: L. Jackson is the best quarterback in this. Because Lamar Jackson made the playoffs. Everyone's like, oh, Hugh Jackson when he left the Browns, like. Did amazing. Well, what happened? The when the
0: Ravens were yeah Joe okay. Paco, well, well, Lamar Jackson, well, well, listen they made me, listen, to the me. listen to me. Who had the best defense last year out of all five of these rookie quarterbacks who played for most of the year? Who had the best defense?
1: Um, it's it's between um. I think it's, it's between, between the it's uh, Lamar
0: Jackson. The, clear and cut. the Ravens. It's Lamar Jackson, clear cut. He had the best defense by far out of all five of these quarterbacks. So at the said, end of defense the day, doesn't play the, offense doesn't matter. The defense led them to the playoffs. He legit... No, it didn't. Then why wasn't Joe Flacco doing well? Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl Because Joe Flacco... Joe, you, you can't not compare today's Joe Flacco to Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. That's ridiculous. Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco is one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. But you can't compare him nowadays to then. He was clear-cut better than well, If you say, if you okay, say so, the deep, so Joe Flacco? But moving on to the NBA and NFL award predictions. So for the NBA award predictions, <laughs> for my MVP, my top three options are Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and Kawhi Leonard. Those, oh boy, those are an, uh, that's an unpopular opinion. I don't think Giannis is doing back-to-back. I don't think James Harden gets another one. At the end of the day, even though Seth Curry is his own team, Draymond and D'Elo are good passers, I think Jokic with the Nuggets, the Sixers, and the Clippers are all serious, serious top-seeded playoff teams. So at the end of the day, I think these guys can prove to be MVP. Uh, So if Joel Embiid, so this is my thing. I'm between Joel Embiid and Kawhi. If Joel Embiid plays over 70 games this year, if he plays over 70, he wins MVP. If he doesn't, and he gets injured like usual, I think Kawhi Leonard takes home MVP. That's my basic thing to that. Then, moving on for me, sixth man of the year. Lou Williams is not winning it three years in a row right now. I'm going to have to say it. But I do think his teammate, Montrezl Harrell, will take home the award. Then the defensive player of the year. I personally think Kawhi could take home the award. Rudy Gobert could take home the award. Miles Turner could take home the award. Giannis could take home the award. I think Giannis is taking home the award. I think he's taking home DPOI. Then, for most improved, I'm between a bunch of Hornets guys and a Knicks guy. Dennis Smith Jr. is a Knicks guy. Then I do think Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, and Malik Monk all have most improved player potential. And Miles Bridges, he can jump 11 feet high. He's legit above the hoop. So I do think Miles um, Bridges can take home most improved. His athleticism is unreal. And he's going to get the touches in this bad Hornets team. So I do think he wins most improved, in my opinion. And then coach of the year. Um, so yeah, we did um, most improved sixth man, DPOI, um, MVP. Um, so it's, um, coach of the year. I'm going to say, um, and we also have to do rookie of the year. I'm going to say for coach of the year, it's Doc Rivers. Because at the end of the day, he has Kawhi Leonard and Paul George his roster. It's simple as that. Then, um, for rookie of the year, John Moran's taking this one home. That's <laughs> all I have to say for my awards. What is You that? basically...
1: You basically stole a lot of mine, but I I have replacements for them. I'm gonna say that the MVP of the NBA this year will be Giannis Antetokounmpo again. I feel like he is a clear cut. I think he's gonna have even bigger of a role this year with Milwaukee. He has more to prove this year than he did last year because the the Eastern Conference has improved a bit this year. Um, for um rookie of the year, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that. You said John Morant. I was very close to saying John Morant, but I do think in 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 the end, it's. I feel like it's just going to be Zion Williamson because I just feel like that people are just going to like ride the Zion Williamson hype train throughout yeah. the year. But I don't think it's going to have. Thank
0: God you didn't say RJ because I know you're a Knicks fan, and like I they're... feel like
1: RJ Barrett's going to have the, a type of a Trey Young type of year. That's what I'm going to say.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Zion Williamson, like be- I
1: feel like we will have a decent year. I think he's going to have like a 15-9 and nine year, something like that. But I just feel like who's- people are just going to hype him up so much that he will get Rookie of the Year. Sixth man of the year. DPOY. DPOY. Oh, do you want me to go Defensive Player of the Year? Who, yeah. who's, the, who does
0: the, who's the best defensive player in the NBA that I said? Um, who's not winning the award three years in a row, like I said. Rudy
1: Gobert will win the award. Because Rudy Gobert years, is bro. the
0: best defensive player in the NBA. I don't Rudy understand why doing with Dwight Howard. Yeah. He,
1: he, oh my goodness. Rudy Gobert is the best defensive player in the NBA. I'm not going to explain it. I already kind of, I already did before. Um, Coach of the year. Um, I'm going to say. All, I'm going to have to agree with you. I feel like Doc Rivers is going to win this award. I think Brett Brown will have will get considered for this award as well because Great. I think the Sixers will do very well this year. Um, but Doc Rivers. I, I don't know. Doc Rivers was very close to even winning it last year with how good the Clippers did. And they, what do you think they're going to do this year? They, they pushed the Warriors to six games, and now I feel like they're going to win the NBA Finals. I don't. What about I, MIP? Most improved player this year. I was very tempted to go in with um, Malcolm Brogdon of the Indiana Pacers, but I'm going to say it's your boy, Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Dude, That's Turner. my boy.
0: That's my boy. The, the, very the,
1: underrated. I feel like he'll have a bigger role this year with Oladipo coming back from injury. I think he's going to – this this is the year where Miles Turner breaks out and becomes that star center that everyone thought he was. And okay. Lastly, we're going to go with six man of the year. Six man of the year. I was very tempted to taking Lou Williams the third year in a row, but then I'm like because the Clippers are probably going to have – He's probably gonna have a reduced role in the Clippers because of the amount of talent on the team, and that's also why I disagree with you with Montrezl Harrell. But I'm gonna say six men. A year is gonna be Malcolm Brogdon of the Indiana Pacers. If I feel he like Malcolm starts, Brogdon. Just-
0: I, there's a good chance he starts at point guard. Um, but at the end of no, the day, no, I'm a, I, I'm a huge believer that. in Brogdon. We- I'm a huge believer in Brogdon. So overall, it's a good pick. Let's move on to NFL um, awards. So we're just gonna do MVP, Offensive Player. Defensive player, offensive rookie, and defensive rookie. So that's what I'm gonna do. So for the MVP, MVP of this year, I want to say it's Baker Mayfield. I want to say it's Baker Mayfield a lot. And at the end of the day, I'm not gonna say it's Baker Mayfield. But at the end of the day, I'm actually gonna do. I'm a first, and I'm not gonna say. Um, my opinion, to win MVP until um, later in the broadcast because coming up is our um, last topic pretty soon. And actually talked about the NFL MVP, so I want to talk about it there. But who do you think is going to win an NFL MVP?
1: I think the NFL MVP will be my boy, who Stephen A. Smith calls a very bad man. In, in Green Bay, I'm going to say it's Aaron Rodgers who takes home the MVP because I think the Packers are going to be much better this year, a much improved defense this year. They're going to have a new coach this year. I just think Aaron Rodgers, this is the year where he will make the playoffs. I feel like he's going to have a great season. He will win the NFL MVP.
0: Okay, offensive player of the year, I'm between Patrick Mahomes and Saquon Barkley. I mean, at the end of the day, Saquon is obviously a ridiculous player, and this is his team. And, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, we all know what he, he can do. But I'm saying Saquon wins offensive player of the year for the NFL.
1: I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes wins it because they don't have Kareem Huts anymore. So, we're, we're going to see more passing out of Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he's going to put up even better numbers last year. I feel like he's going to have a very good year. He's going to be neck and neck with Aaron Rodgers for the MVP this year. I just think that he's just going to be able to throw more. I think he's going to have even more freedom in this Chiefs offense, I didn't feel like he will lead them to be the AFC representative in the Super
0: Bowl. Okay. Um, defensive player. I don't think I need any explanation for this one because at the end of the day, I'm going with the best player overall in the NFL, the best NFL player in the league, and that's Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is winning Defensive Player of the Year. The guy's just a... Mm, uh, this guy. This guy's just a beast. Like, he's absolutely ridiculous. He's one of the best defensive players I've seen in a while. So, yeah, I'm just going Khalil.
1: I'm going to have to agree with you there. Khalil Mack, I feel like, is neck and neck with Aaron Donald for the best defensive player in the, the NFL. I, I don't know because the, the Bears just have a crazy defense. I think Khalil Mack is, is that player who can change the face of a team and a defense and lead them to a Super
0: Bowl. Well, for offensive rookie of the year, so since you said Baker Mayfield's going to be the fourth-best quarterback out of this draft, I feel like I have the right now to say something controversial. Third-round pick out of Florida Atlantic University, Devin Singletary, running back of the Buffalo Bills. Will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I said this multiple times. This guy will be a three-time Pro Bowler minimum. He is backing up Shane McCoy and Frank Gore now. But how long are we going to – um? How long are we going to really see Shady McCoy as in a Bills um, jersey? We don't know if he's going to be there at week one. And especially if he doesn't be there at week one, are they really going to give all the carries to Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon? Or are they going to give it to the young guy, Devin Singletary? who has all the potential in the world. These people are actually starting to, like, realize him. I realized him from immediately he got drafted, and people are actually starting to talk about his name. But I knew him since he got drafted. I knew him since college. So I think Devin Singletary takes home offensive rookie of the year, even though it's controversial.
1: You know, if, um, if Daniel Jones were the starter of, of the New York Giants, I would say that he would win offensive rookie of the year. But I, I'm going to go differently because I know that he is not going to start this year probably because, I, because the Giants just seem to love Eli Manning for, and his cooked arm. This was a very defensive, heavy draft. I do think that um, Tyler Murray will take home Offensive Rookie of the Year. I I don't know how many other players could win this award. I think Tyler Murray is going to have a very good year with the Cardinals. I don't know how he's going to do behind that offensive line, but I do know he can run a lot. I think he's going to have a very good year.
0: Okay, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going with the safe bet. A lot of people are saying Nick Bosa, and a lot of people are saying my guy, Quinn Williams think he wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think it's not really a super, super hard toss-up for me. I think Quinnen, I'm confident in that pick. I'm going to say
1: Ed Oliver if the Buffalo Bills wins it because I feel like Ed Oliver, I think he, he was better than Quinnen Williams in the draft. I feel like the, he was a great defensive tackle. He, he, I just think that Ed Oliver is a very good player, and I feel like he will carry the Buffalo Bills, and he will be Defensive Rookie of the Year.
0: Okay, so we're moving on around an hour right now. So let's just move on to our last topic of the day. It's called reaction to Instagram. So obviously, sports, um, there's a lot of sports posts on Instagram. So um, at the end of the day, we f- I found two very, very interesting posts. And some are quite controversial. And I want to see your reaction to this. And I'm going to say mine. So, NBA rookies were asked which rookie will have the best career. And I don't know if the rookies are, like, trying to be controversial, but with 19% of the vote and number one was Cam Reddish. Reddish. If he had, like, if he was drafted higher, I think he would for sure have the biggest bust potential and he would be the biggest bust. But Atlanta kind of got a deal on him. And I do think he's not gonna be great. He's a streaky shooter, nineteen percent, and especially where Zion lands on this list, I think it's just ridiculous of what these rookies say. So coming in at sixteen percent is John Morant. I think he's gonna be rookie of the year. So it's, I'm glad that he's second, but he should be higher than Cam Reddish, eleven percent. DeAndre Hunter. I know this is an unpopular prediction because everybody's saying DeAndre Hunter is a safe pick, but at the end of the day, I think DeAndre Hunter also has a lot of buzz potential. I never saw any smart spark watching him at Virginia. I watched like nine Virginia games, 10 Virginia games around last year. At the end of the day, I haven't saw, I didn't see anything in uh, DeAndre Hunter. I obviously watched all the mixtapes and I obviously do a lot of research on DeAndre Hunter. But at the end of the day, I'm not as big of a fan as some people um, may be on him. So um, then coming in um, next, we have at number five, a four-way tie, R.J. Barrett, Jackson Hayes, Kobe White, and Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson only getting 5% of the vote. I don't know if the college stars are jealous of him or what, but um, it, it's ridiculous of how low it is. I'm a huge fan of Jackson Hayes. I do think he can win Rookie of the Year, so I like um, that he's on this list. RJ, there's a lot of question marks around him, so we'll see how that goes. Then Kobe White. Um, obviously, the Bulls have four caliber starting players uh, at point guard on the roster. Tomas Sadoransky, Chris Dunn, Ryan Archer, and himself. So he has a lot of competition, I think. But um, we'll see about that. So how do you feel about all these percentages? Do you think they're, like, very, very bad? I I honestly don't know because I feel like
1: if anyone's going to know, it's going to be the rookies because they're the ones playing the game. They're the ones who understand each other the most. I'm going to say I disagree with the Cam Reddish. Um, I I think that might be a little bit strange. Um, But I could see, I guess, why they did it. Everything else I'm completely fine with. Like I said, Zion Williamson, I don't know if he's going to have the greatest year this year. He he might have a very, like, a good year, but not a very, like, not a, like a LeBron rookie year like everyone's predicting. Um, but I,
0: honestly, I do agree with a lot of them. All right. Well, moving on to our last thing of the day, it's odds to win NFL MVP from a couple of weeks ago. This is where I want to talk about this. So... Patrick Mahomes is the top odds at four to one. I agree with that. Andrew Luck has seven to one. He has the second highest odds. Aaron Rodgers has the third highest eight to one. Carson Wentz has the fourth highest at nine to one. Drew Brees has the fifth. Um, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson have the fifth highest at ten to one, and then Baker Mayfield and Tom Brady have the seventh highest twelve to one. At the end of the day, I want to say Baker. Win like wins MVP, but at the end of the day, I want to see a defensive player win MVP, Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald. But at the end of the day, we don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. So I I'm gonna go to say bet in Mahomes. But a contender for MVP is Saquon Barkley. This is legit. His team. I can see him rushing for two thousand yards, undoubtedly this year. I think he could do it. This is his team. They're rebuilding around Saquon. So I'm a huge believer in him. I do think I I do think that um I think Saquon has a chance at MVP. I like I like your
1: Saquon pick. I'm a very I'm a huge Saquon Barkley fan. I did not see that coming. I thought you would have said Baker Mayfield was gonna win it. Um I I, I gotta stick with my gun. Aaron Rodgers is I feel like is gonna have a great year this year. I don't know if, if Aaron yeah. Rodgers has I'm just going to say, if Aaron Rodgers leads the Packers to a 12-4 record or a playoff record and he goes far in the playoffs, how do you pass up on him for
0: MVP? I just want to say this, that, like, MVP, in most minds, it's like, for the last couple of recent years, it's been a guy that broke out. Like, Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan. Patrick Mahomes, all those guys had ridiculous breakout seasons the years they won MVP. I think, so at the end of the day, obviously Tom Brady's just Tom Brady. but um. So at the end of the day, I do think out of all these guys on the list, I do think Baker Mayfield did have the highest chance to break out, at, like to become a super, superstar, out of all these guys because we don't know if Wentz is going to come back to his old self. So that's why I said I wanted to say Baker. But at the end of the day, I'd say it's Mahomes or Barkley. But that was what I wanted to say before we go off air. Um, so we did 65 minutes. This is our longest podcast. Absolutely great. Wait a minute. But thank wait you a minute, for wait watching, guys. Um,
1: what? Before, before we leave, I want to give you. I want to give the viewers with a good tip. If you guys are looking for a fantasy quarterback that you – if you're in the later rounds of fantasy, later picks in the first round of fantasy, and you need a quarterback, look at Matt Stafford. That's all I want to say.
0: Look at Sam Darnold. All right, we'll see you. Uh, um, see you guys. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at SSTN Podcast, and we'll catch you guys next time.